Hello and welcome to another episode of Give Us This Day, our daily Lou. Well, I'll read a piece out of the Bhagavad Gita and then I'll talk about it. I hope you're having a lovely Monday. Beginning of the week. It's almost February. Yes, February. Ah, the lover's month. To be honest, nobody really knows what it means. Scriptures were lost long ago, it's see. Here we are, chapter 13, The Field and the Knower. Uh, let's give a recap, because I've not been on here for the last couple of days. I've been busy doing statistics. Such a pain in the balls. Oh, don't let me... I don't even want to. So what we're talking about is Krishna is explaining the field and the knower. The field is all things. And the knower, the field is all, all physical. Not just physical, because all empirical, all, all observed, all observatory things. You know, like you can observe a snap, say a neuron going to another neuron. You can observe that, but the subtleness between you know, the slight, slight, slight little gap between. That's the knower. That sees all things. That understands that which is all the physical reactions and actions in the world are not such, are not the. But the. They're not who one is, but a, S, a, uh, what should we call this? They are... I can't think of words right now. And words are just getting in the way because we've already discussed this. And I'm just trying to do a recap. I'm trying to get my mind back. So I'm just mumbling, you stuttering, muttering prick now. The field is made up of all the five senses perception, the elements, the sense organs, the organs of action, and the three components of the mind. To understand all this is the knower. Alright, that's the best way we're going to put this. So, with such a recap, we're going to get into it. Now Krishna is going to start to explain some more things. So here we are, this is Krishna. I will tell you of the wisdom that leads to immortality. The beginningless Brahman, which can be called neither being nor non-being. It dwells in all, in every hand and foot and head, in every mouth and eye and ear in the universe. Without senses itself, it shines through the functioning of the senses. Completely independent, it supports all things. Beyond the gunas, it enjoys their play. Yes, I'll repeat. I will tell you of the wisdom that leads to immortality. The beginningless Brahman, which can be called neither being nor non-being. It dwells in all, in every hand and foot and head in every mouth and eye and ear in the universe. Without senses itself, it shines through the senses, functioning of the senses. Completely independent, it supports all things. Beyond the gunas, it enjoys their play. So what it seems like we're speaking on now is the wisdom of the Brahman state. The, uh, the thought of God, if you will. You know, it's... Uh, it's, it could be considered the state of pure thought, pure concepts, like Plato talks about, pure ideas, where 
every being is just thought. You're not, I'm thinking that I am Lou sitting here, that I am this gross, and I don't mean gross, like not sexy, because I'm dripping sex, you hear me? Gross, I mean like there's a body here. There's uh, visceral organs and uh, flesh, muscle, and um, ligaments and all that bullshit, bones. It's the gross, it's the effect of what causes such, the higher intelligence that keeps these molecules and atoms together that can construct such a body that then walks around looking so fucking goddamn good for y'all. You understand me? You're welcome. Uh, so this is the state where things are just thoughts then, where you could think all these things, but it doesn't even become, because that's where they stay, the, the state of pure ideas, where everything's just an idea, a thought form. You could say that, or you could say that this state is even, this is the essence that even is an essence within such individual thought form essences. You know, is it's the isness that is in all our essences. Like this is a lunus. So um, the thing speaking to you is a lunus. You're a unus, right? And the Brahman is the usness, the weeness, the isness, the allness, the yearness. You know what I mean? So that's what we're talking about right here. The beginningless Brahman, which can be called neither be gay, being nor non-being just is it's not an r it's an is it dwells in all in every hand and foot and head in every mouth and eye and ear in the universe every single one from oh take it easy from every insect up to every zillionaire or conquistador whatever Without senses itself, it shines through the functioning of the senses. That's the whole idea about like uh, that cute little aphorism or whatever the fuck those definitely those words are called when it's like a phrase and like we have eyes so God can see himself or herself. Mm. You have ears so God can hear herself sing. Oh, you know, cute shit like that. It's the same idea, which you know. I ain't hating, I'm just talking about it. But the function of the senses, because that's how we get to it, right? How do I express thy soul through thyself? When I used to want to be sex, money, murder, all I did, I didn't kill anyone, but all I did was carry, you know, carry a knife before we were all fucking, you know, sell drugs, sex, oh, a little slut, like all. Now I find myself reading holy books and meditating. So it's just the way it is. You know, you got to get out of your own way to find your way. And that is the way, the whole thing, the whole thing. But you got to be doing it. If you're just coasting, you're roasting, baby. Get fired to the movement, you hear me? So completely independent, it supports all things. Beyond the gunas, it enjoys their play. Completely independent, it supports all things. That is which it is to be independent. We're neither, None of us are independent. We're all interdependent, but that that which supports us, supports the whole system, is independent. Because if it was not independent, it would be dependable on something else. Therefore, it would be interdependable. To be truly independent is of the creation of things, is of it. To be truly independent would be to break free of space-time continuum, causation. That, that would be purely, purely independent. 
to not have any karmatic effect for every single thing you do had a reason behind that, whether you're consciously aware of it or not. And on it goes this thing of ours. That's to be truly independent and free. Not just to label yourself such, but then create like a billion and seven laws about how people should even walk across the street. Police. I use my left foot and my right foot. Bitch, I look both ways. You hear me? So, I'll leave you with it one more time. I will tell you of the wisdom that leads to immortality. The beginningless Brahman, which can be called neither beginning nor being. I already fucked up. I don't want to do that. I will tell you of the wisdom that leads to immortality. The beginningless Brahman, which can be called neither being nor non-being. It dwells in all, in every hand and foot and head, in every mouth and eye and ear in the universe. Without senses itself, it shines through the functioning of the senses. Completely independent, it supports all things. Beyond the gunas, it enjoys their play. And as always, thank you for tuning in to WLOU, the smooth sounds of the Bhagavad Gita.